Wilson Hall presents Lovecraftian Gups The Fractured Mind With Roger B.W. as the Game Master This is 5XX, 5XX, with the news from the British Broadcasting Company on the 7th of August 1926. Miss Ederley, the young American swimmer, has successfully crossed the channel and made landfall in Kent. The Metropolitan Police continue to investigate the burglary at the Science Museum on Wednesday night. I didn't do it. You didn't know. You didn't do it. I didn't do it. <laughs> I really hope so. You're my butler. <laughs> Ballot, sir. No, I have a butler. And uh, yes, uh, right, Riley, you, you you are woken at, at the ungodly hour of eight o'clock in the morning. My God! By by. I've only been for bed for an hour. <laughs> well, that that's why it's Riley who's woken. Um, Everybody knows the lower orders don't really need sleep. Looks at character sheet and notices uh, terrible hangovers as a disadvantage. <laughs> for the for the butler. Mm. Well, it's a quirk actually. It's not a disadvantage. Horrible hangovers. <laughs> Breakfast, Jeeves. Oh, do fuck off, sir. <laughs> <laughs> do you know. Do you know you could be onto something, mate? <laughs> <laughs> I think um, John Gielgud was there before me and Arthur. Just oh, bullshit. <laughs> but uh, in, in any case, it, it, it's a call from from Inspector Smithson of Cambridge Constabulary. Um, oh. I will uh, take the telephone through, <laughs> trailing the wire. <laughs> Don't don't trail it across the uh, table. Good morning, sir. Whatever you do. (laughs) (laughs) Got those uh, call for you. Ah. Yes. Are you Griffin? Griffin, Griffin here. Splendid, splendid. Uh, Smithson, the way you met that that that, uh, business business of the jewels. You remember? I'm got got a bit of a case here, and don't mind saying I'm a bit out of my depth. Wonder if you could ah. um, pop over and take a look. <clears throat> what's my um, what's my schedule like at the moment? Um, <laughs> I'm saying the sort of thing you might possibly do. Uh, well, I thought a light breakfast, sir, and then after that, <laughs> I believe I believe you were uh, going to attend to the matter presented to you on the telephone. Right. Yes, yes, that, 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 that's fine. That should be fine. Um, talk to my butler. He'll 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 um, he'll deal with the details. Oh, thank you, sir. Very, most kind. Most kind. Very good, sir. I'll deal with them out of the room, of course. Uh, the the, the uh, address he gives you is Aldrith Manor. It's uh, ten miles outside Cambridge. Aldrith Manor. Okay, uh, we should be there as soon as possible. Yeah, it'll probably be a few, a few hours' drive. Most likely. It, it is raining. Right. Um, what sort of household has this uh, policeman inexplicably got? Uh, since he's got a butler, does he also have, you know, full, well, full I'm, staff? No, I'm... Or... <laughs> I think of me not so much as a policeman, more as Lord Peter Whimsy. <laughs> right, right. Yes, I so, am. Can I, I am check... stupidly wealthy. Can I just check the names then? Who have we got? Your last name's Griffin, is it? Uh, I am Samuel Pickett Griffin. Not Hawley's brother, is he? By any chance? The uh, Invisible Man, gentlemen. Sorry, say that again. And it was Violet. Uh, Hughes. Or Hughes. You sexist pig. 
Oh, it's right, lovely. Thank you. Uh, in that case, well, since you have a so, uh, so, so, you have a staff, I presume Cook is preparing breakfast. I should go down and see to it uh, being served. Yeah, that should be fine. Uh, John, what's your character's name? Uh, he is uh, Giles Riley. Riley. Thank you, Riley. Yeah, sir. So no, I'm I'm basically um, a world-renowned psychologist, uh, criminal psychologist. Oh, I see. Okay, right. I'm world-renowned in my in, in 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 my world. Okay, so <laughs> you actually have this sort of reputation, or do I have to go ahead of you turning around the newspapers and say things like "bumbling psychologist fluffs it again"? <laughs> uh, what was your name? Uh, it was uh, sorry, it was Griffin. Are you a doctor or anything? Uh, no, I am Samuel Pickett Griffin. Uh, am I known as Doctor Griffin? Uh, it's not not well. It's it's sort of, but it, but it would be um, academic psychology I, uh, rather than. So you you, you might you might well not I, use it a lot of the time. Yeah, I'm the third son of Viscount. Well, I'm not that pompous. I'm, I'm you know I'm a Viscount. You know, put it this way. Well, you're you're three bullets my, away um, from being a Viscount. Quirks, quirks is breeding provides skill. So. Splendid. And I see from my background that I've pretty pretty much got no choice but to work for you. Right, well, I'll an appropriate outfit for uh, the doctor. The other, the other thing uh, Smithson will mention is uh, it's um, so, somewhat unusual case of murder, so uh, if you could uh, bring along that young lady, that might be, might be helpful. Very good, Anne. I believe I know who you mean. That young lady. Oh, he certainly said he can bring a strumpet. I I have actually told you before, uh, Riley, uh, Violet is many things, but she's not a strumpet. Actually. (laughs) I'll uh, I'll place a call through to... uh, Was it Dr. Hughes? Dr. Hughes. Actually a doctor. Okay. Um, and just to inform her that she's uh, her presence is is required, and we shall pick her up on the way. I see. Thank you, Riley. Um, I will uh, put myself in a state of dress. Rather more information than I needed. I didn't say I'm being a shit or anything like that. No, but you suggested that you were in, currently in a state of undress. A, a, a mere twenty-seven petticoats. <laughs> Professional trade. Well, it, um, What's the date? Did you say it was twenty six? Twenty six. Oh no! Living in the past, aren't you? Yeah, a... A, a mere dozen would suffice <laughs> in the twenties. Well, it um, is summer. I'm not <laughs> sure my character's a wannabe flapper, but she uh, she wears sensible professional dress. There was a wonderful uh, letter from Churchill. I think it was about his son who we'd seen running around uh, just in a shirt on the deck of a ship and he wrote uh, a thing to, I think it was to his wife, uh, saying he was most, uh, most distressed and, you know, sure, surely at least a vest is essential for a white man. I'm Samuel and I have probably worked together Indeed. in a professional capacity. I'm, I'm Do you feel me in a professional capacity? Uh, my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, we're not, um, we're not going down. We're not going down that route. No, 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 actually, no, no. It, it does get a bit uncomfortable. Um, I am quite. Right. Uh, who does the driving? By the way, I'm just looking to see if I actually drive. I do drive, um, but uh, do I drive you, or do you prefer to drive yourself? Um. I'm happy for three of you two uh, lovely people to drive me. I can't drive, so I'm very happy to casually. So to me, then. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I can drive. I'm perfectly capable. I've got a driving skill as well. So... But then you might want to drive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you tried to. 
Okay. Um, well, I'll, I'll bring you along for any heavy lifting, etc. Yeah. And obviously, very yeah. good, sir. Um, I'm also a medical doctor as well as a pathologist, um, in case that is required. Oh, is that? Are you sort of yeah. sitting in the back of the car with your chewing hat on, telling us that you're actually a doctor all the time? <laughs> <laughs> I like to think I bear myself. Uh, no. Don't bear yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Please keep it's it been a long day. <laughs> Compulsive stripper. Um, <laughs> I have the bearing of a healer. Okay, could I have a driving yeah, okay. roll from whoever's doing it? Uh, that would probably me, be me then. Let's have a look and see. Uh, so I can see uh, you have a Spanish Swayzer or something and taking the corners on two wheels. You uh, no, 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 I'm, 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 I, I, I merely drive quickly, but well within my, cap- my capability, and I rolled 10 out of 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, it's it's a uh, re- reasonably swift trip uh, in, into the wilds of Cambridgeshire. Oh. <clears throat> uh, it, it is raining really quite heavily by the, time, by the time you get there. Do we know anything about this case, Samuel? Uh, Riley? So? Uh, merely a, uh, I'll, t- I'll take that as a no, then. <laughs> uh, merely no, no. A, it's an unusual case of murder, hence the doctor's presence being requested. I'm I think you'll find I'm no case of murder is usual. I'm raising an eyebrow there for those listening on audio. I spot somebody who's, who's <laughs> never worked a night shift in Whitechapel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the bloody so. ripping, sir. <laughs> that was, I'd say, I feel very poorly uh, tasteful about making a joke about murders. It actually happened, even though they were 150 years ago. Let's move on. Too soon. It's, it's, it's just... I feel, yeah, too soon. Yeah. Is this really seemly, Mrs. Plattiggins? Playing popular <laughs> music and your husband only 10 years dead? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, so, so uh, it's through, through Cambridge and on, onto a series of increasingly small and um, in, at times flooded roads. Yeah. Uh, to, to get eventually to the village. We need to hold an umbrella over. There is a roof on this thing. Right. We may have to stop and put it up, but it was drizzling when he left, so it's probably already up. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they appear to have drainage ditches here, but, they're, but, uh, they're pretty much at the top already. Oh, yeah. Quite serious rain, then. Bloody uh, weather. And the the place itself isn't isn't, isn't particularly hard to find. It's uh, order of the village is certainly easy enough to spot, and it's it's a large building on on the north side of the village. Aldreth. Aldreth. This is a real place, and I apologise to the inhabitants if if they let you have the internet there. <laughs> right, so well, uh, you're not very good at making up English country names, are you, Roger? But there we go. <laughs> I'll uh, slip on a pair of galoshes and uh, go around to the driver's side, open the door, and hand him a pair. Ah, thank you. Uh, as you get there, you, you can see that the, the, the house itself is, is fairly <laughs> obviously the local manor house. Um, there's a stable block over to one side and a. Uh, Old, old car visible inside it. Space for another one if you want to. Any police cars or anything like that? Uh, yes, police car drawn up, drawn up uh, pretty much outside the front door. How long is it since we got the uh, the call? Uh, it came at about eight o'clock. You're probably getting there about eleven thirty noon, something like that. Interesting. Nobody touch anything. Um, Shall I'll head I take your bag, doctor? Uh, yes, please, uh, uh, Riley. Some oh, I'm a selective feminist. <laughs> 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 you uh, would do that for a man what, as well. What you out there? <laughs> <laughs> what do you got in here? Bricks? What well, lead bricks? Obviously. <laughs> Let's keep the radium tonics safe. Right, I shall follow at a respectful distance. Uh, you're gr- greeted by a constable. Uh, Obviously, I'll case the joint with an expert <coughs> on my way in. 
okay. Doesn't look all that secure, really. Hmm. I mean, you're a butler, aren't you, Riley? Yes, indeed. Uh, I'd say yes. Just the way you're testing the locks on the windows, just makes me <laughs> somewhat suspicious. Uh, merely assisting. Um, uh, what were you two steps down from account? Or, or did I hear someone uh, else? I'm, I'm, no, I'm a, I'm, I'm a Viscount. Wow. Well, you? you'll be a Viscount if, if your two older brothers die. Well, I'll be a Viscount. No murder as usual. <laughs> I, I believe you're an on at this point. Uh, uh, as we call it, a pre-Viscount. A Viscount in wait. Would I refer to him as Mr. if I was uh, describing yes. to someone else, though? All right. Yes. So yes. I mean, it, it it would be written as the the, the old Mister the old Mister Griffin, but you would you wouldn't yeah, introduce him as that. Have a, have a title. That's fine. Yeah. Well, I'll let uh, Mister Griffin assist, take the lead. Assisting, assisting Mister Griffin's uh, investigations by uh, casting a, a, a second pair of eyes over the uh, situation. Oh, very very, very yeah. glad very glad you're here, uh, gentlemen, lady, man. Um, if, you, if you'd uh, step into the drawing room, the, the inspector will. Uh, uh, the word you're groping for, Constable, is Doctor. Uh, right, right you are, ma'am, Doctor. Hopefully he's not groping for it. <laughs> um, I shall uh, take your no, hat and coat. Well, prob- do I take your hat? I don't know. Women are difficult. There is a butler here who, who is uh, caught ah, do, doing the... Uh... <clears throat> who is also butling. Doing the butling, oh. yes. Yeah. Well, I don't think I, bu- I don't think I bottle when I'm out on location. I think I'm more of ours. Yeah. So, so there's, there's probably a certain amount of you know circling each other, growling lightly, work, working out who, who can piss Picking higher. Each bottoms, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and takes you through to the drawing room, uh, where there are five. five uh, People who look as if they more or less belong here, plus, plus the inspector. Uh, no, nobody looks as if they've had much sleep. Now, I suppose you're wondering why I've called you all here. Oh, sorry, I skipped ahead to the end. And in, in, Inspector Smithson in, introduces uh, you, you to the uh, fa- family and guests, and uh, Sir Michael Hodgepshaw and, and uh, Lady Alice, uh, Mrs. Partridge, Captain Devere. Miss Linton Orman. Um, yeah, m- m- Mrs. Partridge is uh, weeping. Captain Devere is in a wheelchair. Those are the most obvious characteristics uh, on, a, on a first glance. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, it uh, se- seems that uh, Mrs. Mrs. Partridge's husband uh, was, was killed in the night. Is this not Lady Alice Partridge, sorry? Mr. Partridge. Aha! So, Mr. Charles Partridge. Yes. Did a little man and partridge. It's the Devon. So, so Michael and Lady Alice, this this is their house, and and the others are weekend guests. Right, well, perhaps you could uh, fill us in on the details of this uh, sorry story uh, while I perhaps could take a look at the body. Uh, Constable, if you'd uh, escort uh, Dr. Hughes upstairs. Uh, right, you are, sir. Um, w- would you require my presence, Dr. Hughes, or should I uh, give it back to the constable? Uh, you may be useful, actually, uh, Riley, if you could come with me. I'm sure uh, Samuel is quite capable of interviewing the suspects. Uh, the... Yeah. <laughs> if you'll excuse me, sir. Violet's um, uh, Riley, see you shortly. Right, so in, in the drawing room, uh, Sir Michael... Uh, uh, takes the lead over Smithson and Smithson um, basically lets him do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, with just the occasional correction. Uh, oh, yes, the, the, uh, my, my guests uh, arrived from London yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
No. Have dinner and a few drinks. Uh, Charles and I were both feeling quite tired, so we retired early. The, other, the others uh, stayed up playing bridge. And um, a little before midnight, uh, Mrs Partridge uh, made, made the uh, discovery. Yeah. So, uh, could, could, I mean, obviously, um, I, I will also want to... Uh, um, see the body, but could you, in your own, in, in your own words, um, Mrs. Partridge, say say what you saw when you? Uh... So, can I check who Charles is? Is that Captain Devere? No, that that's Mr. Partridge, deceased. Oh, the dead one. Yeah, this Partridge is no more. He's <laughs> off the twig. Yep, he's the deaded. But I have put dead question mark because you never <laughs> You can never assume anything. <laughs> Where is the alleged deceased? He's here, sir, and over there, and some of them here. Ah, oh, it's convincing. <laughs> Meanwhile, upstairs, um, the, um, the, the constable le- leads you to one of the bedrooms. <clears throat> Where there is, yep, yeah, that's pretty definitely a dead body. Uh, Tell me more. It's uh, li- li- lying on on the bed, um, on on its back. There is an awful lot of blood around the head, and clearly, Did some anyone like, uh, touch this injury. body, constable? Uh, can't can't speak for Mrs. Partridge, sir, but uh, no, nobody since we got here. Okay, first thing, first time of death. Let's have a look. Well, that, that's a little odd, old, uh, Doctor. Uh, the the um, duty police surgeon uh, got got here at uh, about quarter past midnight, and, Very well. and uh, he he um, did did whatever whatever it is those chaps do, and uh, said about nine o'clock, which even he knew was wrong because they they were still playing bridge until ten. They didn't stop playing bridge until ten. Uh, when did uh, Mrs. Partridge find the body? Uh, about quarter to midnight, sir, ma'am, doctor. <laughs> okay, let me see if I can do a better estimate. See the alga mortis riley around the back, um, some stiffening around the temples. There's a pallor of the, um, oh, that shouldn't be there. Well, that, that's, uh, yeah, particularly when you get to the stiffening around the temples, because there, there is some, well, the, the the throat has been slashed, and it appears that the uh, cranium has been opened in a manner which it is not normally done. Uh, Tell me more. The, 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 there's a cut, uh, basically um, circular cut from just above the eyes, round to the back of the skull. And the is br- the the brain pan intact? Has it been put back on? It has not been put back on, and the brain appears to be missing. Could I have a fright check, please? Really? I do this sort of thing in my day job. Is this both of us? Uh, it depends on how closely you're looking. Well, I'm looking, because I'm wondering if the... I was just about to ask if the two uh, wounds were done with the same instrument. Uh, go for the fright check, then. Oh, now, I have, I have fearlessness and indomitable. Do they affect? Um, yes, Fear, fearlessness will basically mean anything minor like this you don't need to roll for. Oh, okay, cool. I've just, roll, just rolled 18. <laughs> 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 I just, just put the dice back down and then I Right. So, I've, cool. <laughs> I've failed by two. Okay, could you give me another three dice? If you'll take a look at the uh, the temple area here, Riley. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Nine. Uh, okay. Uh, basically, uh, for, for, the, for the next um, half a minute or so, you just st- stand there completely stock still. You just in think few, I'm in a few seconds. A tumbler of water appears within your line of sight. <laughs> it's it's not water. water. This wasn't any boating accident. <laughs> um, okay, when I've regained my composure, I'm, is everything I'm all right? So okay. uh, yes, obviously I'm used to. 
such sites uh, on the slab, so to speak. But uh, seeing them in this location, I, I don't often uh, investigate in situ. I won't deploy the sick bag. She seems to have got herself under control. Uh, well, one <laughs> one thing that po- possibly contributes to your settlement is the nature of the wound, um, which does not look. You, you don't have blade marks. Uh, if anything, the bone is shattered, crumbled, uh, as if you'd hit repeated, repeatedly in the manner of opening an egg, maybe, something like that. So it's not a clean cut? Oh, definitely not. But what about not the throat? Uh, the throat is done the same way. Um, Messy. Unusual looking wound, Doctor. So somebody's... I mean, it is quite difficult to open a skull... Check it with a spoon. <laughs> is the rain pan anywhere inside? Is the, the the top of the head around anywhere? Uh, the 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 scalp and uh, top of cranium are, are still there. They're lying basically next to the remain the rest of the head. But the uh, brain is is gone. I can see why this would have upset Mrs. Partridge over and above the mere demise of her husband. Now, presumably, it was a throat slash that killed him, and then someone was trying to get the brain out. Indeed, Doctor. I'm I'm no medical man, but it would seem to me a trifle superfluous to slit someone's throat after you've taken his brain out, just to be sure. <laughs> um, Could I have a forensics roll from one of you? Shall I do that one? Uh, yes, you do that one. Why don't you? Oh, there we, that's more like it. Uh, seven under 15. Okay, not critical, but not bad. Um, yes, ju- judging by the blood splashes, the, the, um, wound to the throat definitely came first and was fatal. Was the victim here when the, uh, looking at the blood pattern, were they lying here when the throat was slashed? Or were uh, they moved here after they were killed? It definitely looks as if it happened here. Uh, Where was Mrs. That? Partridge? Do they not sleep together? Uh, she retired early, and then she came up from bridge. Yeah, that, that yeah. Um, there's also um, obviously there's a certain amount of splashing on the on the walls and on the carpet. Um, there's a crescent outline. Um, by the side of the bed, actually, probably probably where you'd be standing if there weren't all the blood splatter about uh, near the head. Um, on the wall? No, no, on, on the carpet. Um, as if... Maybe, maybe a, yes, as, 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 as if something had been there standing the there. Was... Yes, when, when, the, when the splashing happened. Ah, this could be a footprint. Um, is it a footprint? Uh, well, it it looks... Seems, seems an unusual shape. You, you've got about a third of a circle. Uh, maybe the size of a milk churn, something like that. Perhaps uh, a sickle or some other implement was lying on the floor. Perhaps the murderer hands. approached silently uh, on a space hopper. I'm unfamiliar with you. <laughs> that's an important question, Doctor. Um, Constable, may I ask, were, I... There, were there any um, any tracks of blood out of the room or anything that any sign that it had been yeah, touched not, not, None observed, sir. Time of death? Mm-hmm. What do I think, uh, Roger? I give the A. I think physician is most appropriate here. Uh, Jolly good. 12 under 16. Okay. Um, well, obviously it's been some hours and the body is basically close to ambient temperature. Um, sometime. Rigor mortis set in. Uh, let's see. I'm just trying to remember how that works. Uh, you... I'm not going to help you. You're the GM. <laughs> if there was a significant struggle beforehand, it will set in sooner. But it's normally it's sort of six to eight hours post mortem. Mm, yeah, I think I think you're getting that. Alga mortis present. <laughs> uh, Sorry. You're a bastard, Nicholas. You really are. Oh, I, I appreciate this. I really do. Obviously, we made it. In a, we made it in a loving. And, I mean that in a loving and gentle way. But you, you have actually exactly, already told. Exactly 
That's exactly saying, what it was like for me in Moody and Gray whenever I had to deal with any technical aspects. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Actually, Algamortis is the temperature of the corpse. Yeah, that, that's... I think you're pretty close to ambient temperature at this point. Yep, sounds about right. Um, Let me bring out my revision notes. You, you, you would put it somewhere probably about 11... Somewhere between 11 and midnight, maybe. You wouldn't want to be absolutely committed to that, but that, that would be the most likely. That makes more sense than 9 o'clock. Um, okay. I think, Riley, this was more like uh, 11 to midnight, which makes some sense, presumably before 11.45. That one appears to fit the facts rather more accurately. You can now remove the rectal thermometer. <laughs> How could you tell I had one in? <laughs> <laughs> Pull your finger out, man. Okay, me- meanwhile downstairs, uh, Sir Michael... Uh, looks about 40. Uh, Lady Alice is quite a lot younger than him. Uh, this is part... He's on different cards, so... <laughs> uh, Mrs. Partridge is uh, perhaps, perhaps in her 30s. Uh, and clearly clearly quite shaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cap- Captain Devere... Um, yeah, once you take more than a glance at him... Um, he appears to be wearing a mask. This is perhaps connected to his bit being in the bath chair. Uh, it, it's trying to look like a face, but it doesn't do a very good job because you know the state of that sort of thing at this era is really not all that wonderful. Miss mm-hmm. uh, Linton Orman. Um... Captain Devere speaks with a buzzing voice. I'm going to shoot him through the head. Well, he does actually. <laughs> uh... Well, there we go. No uh, murderer, as usual. Yeah, Miss Linton Norman is um, actually uh, give give me a uh, psychology roll, uh, Griffin. Uh, so I've rolled eleven under sixteen, I believe. Yeah. Just me a second. Yeah, that's fine. Um, she she's um, pro- providing a certain amount of there there and comforting to Mrs. Partridge, but. Uh, she is clearly impatient with this business and would rather be doing something else, but she, you know, she's following her social uh-huh. upbringing. Oh. Does she seem upset or does she seem annoyed? Linda Norman? Yeah. Um, impatient, really, more than anything else. You know, yes, 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 I have to do these things, but um, there are... It, it's it's dull. It's not interesting. Mm-hmm. She looks like she wears comfortable shoes. Hmm. I won't say you're wrong in that impression. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> out of all the people here, she she certainly seems to be the person who does most in the way of physical activity on a regular basis. Just from the mm-hmm. way she's walking around the oh, room and so on. Steady on, Roger. It's not. It's not got <laughs> nine o'clock yet. <laughs> That's close enough. <laughs> Considering one of the people has got half a face and is in a wheelchair, I think it's a fair bet. Isn't it? Oh well, you know, violence is fine, but uh, sex is unthinkable. <clears throat> what kind of so, uh, skewed values? Yes. Um, so, children, which is probably what's on Yes, ladies and um, gentlemen, um, if you could um, just talk me through uh, the events of the evening. Okay, um, they, they, they uh, well, so, so Michael starts, but uh, explains that uh, after dinner, uh, he, he and Charles were both feeling quite tired, and they they uh, retired, and. Uh, Told the servants they'd, they'd finished for the, for the night. Uh, the the others stayed up uh, playing bridge in the red drawing room. That is this room. Mm-hmm. And so that uh, would include that would be yourself, uh, Lady Alice. That's La- Lady Alice, Mrs. Partridge, Captain Devere, and Miss Linton Norman. Cool. So, 
and obviously he he went and Charles went to bed early too. I just had a delivery of Welsh cakes. <laughs> I don't think that's why he went to bed early, but. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so p- play, playing bridge for, for the next hour or so. Um, uh, about about uh, half half past eleven, finished the games and uh, retired. And uh, then, then of course, uh, Mrs. Partridge uh, screamed and. Uh, well, naturally, we called the police. I discovered at... Uh, um, 11.45. Um, during the uh, bridge game, did um, anybody leave the room? No, we were all here. Nobody had to... You know. uh, actually, no... Smoking. Would, would men still leave the room to smoke, or would they be smoking in front of women now? Um, if if the women don't mind, um, can, can, well, you, yeah, I, I don't think it's mentioned. Yeah. So that's for some random reason your patriarchal, sexist statement has reminded me of one of my favourite Dorothy Parker quotes from this era, which is when someone. Uh, she said, "If I don't answer the phone, tell them I'm fucking busy, or I'm, or vice versa." <laughs> anyway, sorry, carry on. Uh, so, because no, I was going to ask. Nobody went out for a for, for a cigarette. Or, 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 uh, no, or, no. Or, no. So you all, no, nobody actually left the room to. Well, Lady Alice says um, I, I smoke occasionally, but uh, didn't didn't particularly want to, and uh, none none of the others does. Yeah. Could have been suicide. <laughs> so are you gonna you guys gonna come down and say what you've seen or uh, will... if I've finished with the body, um I will do the death certificate if that is required and I suppose the doctor has already done that. The the police like surgeon to... has uh, said yes, definitely dead, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> if, if there's a death if certificate. A man who earns his pay there. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a, uh, okay, so a sample of some of the blood, uh, just in case. I, I'm sure it's his. But it's, I'm going to have a most, check around. Have have a check got... around and see if there's any obvious signs of uh, forced ingress. I'd, I'd like to ask the policeman to get a police photographer around if there's an already to take pictures of the blood splatters, the the thing on the wall, the body before it is removed. Uh, right, your doctor. How do so? Obviously, I, I won't necessarily be able to see how Captain uh, James is doing, but um, how do uh, and and obviously Mrs. Mrs. Partridge is quite distraught. But how do uh, the Major and Lady Alice seem to be doing? Um, broadly, you would say uh, shocked, mostly. Um, slightly at sea, carry, carrying on with the automatic good manners until until they work out what actually needs to be done, if anything. Mm-hmm. Boss, yeah. um, in, in modern jargon, they haven't really finished processing yet. Yeah. Uh, if I'm still up with the body, I'd like to check a few things. Firstly, the yeah. like fingernails, the rest of the body for any sign of bruising, any kind of a struggle before this happened. Okay. Um, any sign of the uh, really stupid question? Any sign of the brain? Haven't found it yet. I haven't checked under the bed. <laughs> uh, no sign of a struggle. No, no uh, blood under the nails. No defensive wounds. And finally, though this is probably more um, Samuel's department, any sign of forced entry? Um, they were assuming it was one of these chaps, but I want to see if there was any one that could have got into this room. Well, Riley is looking around the room. Um, oh. I think you said a servant. Yes, uh, not just here. I mean, anywhere I can wander around while everybody else is, is busy. I'll uh, see if somebody could have got in from outside, perhaps into a, a room that isn't used very often, a library or something. Yeah. Um, well, most immediately in in this room, uh, there is a window look, looks out. Uh, you can see a greenhouse orangery sort of thing mm-hmm. uh, through the rain. Uh, there, there is no no sign of 
but it, it's got you know, sash, sash window with a, with a turning catch. There's no sign of that having been forced recently. Right, it's no uh, footprints or anything on the outside sill. Correct. Mm, okay. Um, well, I'll look, look, the looking down, there, there's a um, pat, bare earth that's probably supposed to be a flower bed around the edge of the house, and then lawn leading away. Unfortunately, it's been raining heavily. Indeed. How convenient. Now then, Riley, notice the circular footprint and the obviously blunt instrument that was used to slash the throat and the head. We are looking for. Could it be a instead of a circular instead of a circular print? Could it be some form of container for the brain? No, no, it was a horse. Nay, lad, nay. Most likely an invisible horse, I presume. Um, it's uh, that that is the perplexing. But as you say, could well have been something put on the floor uh, to catch the blood. Maybe it could have been a ritualistic killing. It certainly wasn't a surgically precise affair. Is a blunt instrument not an unusual choice for slitting somebody's throat? Well, not completely blunt, but obviously. It doesn't look like a, a, a the, slash. The, the, the flesh from the throat wound is, is shredded more than anything else. Hmm. So this I'll either f- wasn't a surgeon or it was someone trained at the Royal Veterinary College. I'm going to have a wander down to the kitchen and check with uh, Cook or one of the scullery maids to see if there are any utensils missing that they know of. <clears throat> Right, um, it's uh, Mrs. Barfield, it's the cook, and... I shall use my disarming smile. Oh, more, more to feed, they don't tell me anything. Uh, how, how many in your party for lunch, sir? Uh, three, I think, if uh, you could accommodate me as well. Oh, certainly, certainly. I see me make introductions and so on. Yes, indeed. I have several first servants, so I presume I know my way around. Yeah, backstage, as it were. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, she. she uh, terrible and sad business, indeed. Oh, I don't know what to think of it. We've never had any, anything of this sort round here. It's a, it's a quiet place out in the country. Uh, it uh, does seem unusual. We've no idea at the moment, of course. Um, how the murder was committed. So uh, I was just looking around to see if anything, such as a kitchen knife, was, had been, perhaps been taken. Um, oh, I'm sure. Been, I'm sure nobody. No, I'm sure nobody take anything without without my noticing it. But uh, I'll, I'll just if you, gee, o- hey. o- open some cupboards and no, no, every, everything's here. <coughs> everything's as it should be. Very good. Um, who's uh, in charge of uh, the gardening tools? Perhaps I should speak to them for the same sort of reason. Oh, that that, that would be Gregory. Um, and where would I find him at this hour? Well, consider, considering the rain, uh, probably taking taking a rest inside. Um, Patricia, see if you can find Gregory. Yes, Mrs. Barfield. And I shall, uh, if I can, I will go through the, the basically the same thing, just trying to track down something that could have been a likely weapon. Because otherwise they brought something with them that doesn't seem to have been very good at the job, so it's a bit confusing. So, uh, yeah, Gregory comes in. Uh, clearly been uh, put, putting his feet up. Uh, <laughs> a good lunch. Yeah. And uh, no, I don't, don't need much in the way of tools here, and uh, Keep keep the lawn down. Keep the orange, orangery in order. That that's uh, most most of the work here. Uh, nothing uh, missing as far as you know. Um, no. Oh, well, if perhaps you could be kind of show show, to, show you the shed if you like, but uh, well, so certainly everything trust, was where it should your be. Word of, of course, Gregory. Everything was where it should be when I when I came in this morning. Well, that's fair enough then. Um, well, thank you for your time. What's the name of the butler's story? Fern. The butler. Fern. Fern. And who else can we just ask? 
Uh, who else was in the house at the time of the murder? Uh, Harrison, valet, uh, Boots, housekeeper, well, basically the, the rest of the people you have sheets for. The housekeeper, lady's maid, housemaid, kitchen maid, cook, tweeny. <laughs> Mustard, Roman Green. <laughs> tweeny. Uh, yes, basically, um, the, 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 no, the, the Tweenies job is, uh, kind of between the housekeeper's staff and the, um, ah. butler's staff. And, and, uh, they, they usually end up being the, uh, servant to the servants, you know, the, the person who carries the food around when the servants are eating and things like that. It's one of the, one of those awkward having two bosses positions. Okay. I wouldn't so... know what that's like. <laughs> <coughs> Interesting. Um, okay, are we are we meeting up again then to discuss our initial thought? I'll say the body can now be uh, laid to rest. Um, if well, could I find a I, brain? Could I? Any new cauliflowers in the kitchen? <laughs> are we going to come back in a week and and find that they've got a new fruit bowl? <laughs> <laughs> I will have the room uh, searched for any evidence of it. A brain. Any footprint? I mean, there's a lot. Yes. Is there a possibility that somebody has done some bizarre revenge thing and fed his brain to a dog? There there are two spaniels. They look hungry, but that may just be what spaniels look like. Yeah, I don't think spaniels are your main... You know, you expect something a bit bigger and more vicious than a spaniel, don't you? It's a bit unusual. Are there are there any... I know fingerprint technology is in its infancy, but it does occur. Are there any sign of prints in all the blood uh, smeared around the room? Or any footprints other than this weird circular thing? <clears throat> there was no, nothing leading out of the room, certainly. Um, let's see. There was... Some sign of handling about the body. I mean, there, there were some um, vo- voids in blood in the hair, where presumably it was used to manipulate the scalp. Right. Um, no, nothing you would say coherent enough to be regarded as a print. Okay, fair enough. I, I mean, I don't think we're quite at the... the we might, I so there is a central print database by now. Um, no. I would also uh... like the stomach contents to be removed and examined when the body's taken, if that's all right, just to make sure this chap wasn't poisoned or given a sleeping draft or something. Well, they must really wanted him dead. Poisoned as well, you think? <laughs> I've been asking uh, around the service. Take some hair samples to check for prolonged arsenic or something. To see if I could find uh, a likely murder weapon, but nothing appears to have been taken. Uh, It does seem strange, though, that it's as if the murderer didn't bring a knife with them. Oh. That's very curious. They seem to improvise when they got here. But with what? Have we, have we got any sort of idea what could be used to open up the uh, head cavity in, in such a way? Since they didn't use the cranial screw-top method. <laughs> well, the, the reciprocating bone saw has been developed, but it wouldn't leave any trace like this. No. It's, it wasn't a saw. Someone I'm actually thinking somebody's it. basically just, just had a... Had... From the sounds I'm of it, sure. Okay. I'm sure. Whatever you said, that was what we were all thinking, but I couldn't hear it. Uh, so I'm just saying, like a lump hammer that's gone round his head. Uh, a very small one, maybe. Uh, maybe do they have any toffee? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I said blunt instrument. What I mean is not a, a saw. I mean, it could have been like a screwdriver or something. You know, it, it, it's not completely blunt, presumably, but it's it wasn't a tool designed for. Removing the top of someone's head. But isn't that a very odd thing to choose? It's a bit sort of pri- pri- him. It's it's unusual in that this murder seems to have been not opportunistic, given the location and the situation. But as you say, no, 
you would bring something along with you if you wanted to take someone's brain out. But taking someone's brain out on the spur of the moment is not... It takes some anatomical knowledge. Surely most people know that there's a brain in there. It's quite challenging to remove the top of a skull. I mean, if this murder occurred between 11... It's someone who's done it before. I would be my guess because it's not... and presumably some physical strength. Mm. It's it's hard work. So definitely a man. I don't know. We're going to take that with well, any. No, kind but, of... Violet, you use a better tool than has been used here, surely. So I'm I, I'm wondering whether this is op- opportunistic or. It is just lack of knowledge. What, somebody just realised they hadn't got a brain with them and so decided they'd just have this chap's on the off chance it fit? There there wasn't anything else missing, was there, Roger? It was just the brain. Um, Nothing obviously (laughs) missing. I mean, you haven't haven't gone through uh, Partridge's luggage in detail or anything like that, so... I meant internal organs. Perhaps we should. When I say nothing else, really. um, ah, right. Uh, were, were um, there any other? There, there, there was no, no, no other sign of injury on the body, and um, no, no uh, operation scars or anything like that. No unusual bruising, anything. Right. No. Um, let's see. Oh, th- this is an appropriate thing. Uh, Griffin, could I have a forensics? Okay. Don't miss in my territory. I'm, I'm also quite good at forensics, but uh, oh, actually no, that's not as bad as I thought it was. Uh, Ten out of fourteen, I think I've got. No, no, four, uh, might be sixteen actually. Forensics. Sixteen. Uh... You're better at forensics than I am. No, no, no. Sorry, do apologise. No, ten out of eleven. Sorry, sorry, sorry. 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 Still a great detective. <laughs> I was looking at fast talk, which is the which, which was the light. Oh well, you obviously succeeded well at that because <laughs> <laughs> from, from looking looking at his hands and arms, you'd, you'd say this is somebody somebody who does uh, fine work with his hands. What do we know about the victim? That's a good point. Well, you haven't really been doing much asking yet. No. Oh, no. Uh, presumably, uh, I'm not confused at the manner. You would think if you murdered someone to get their brain, you would bring something along to do it. And if you decided after the murder, oh, I'll just grab his brain, that's uh, you would have given up half. It's it's a challenging thing to do. I'm confused. Not something you could do in a frenzy, I presume. Not really. Not really. It's you can't just tear the top of someone's skull off quickly. It is not a crime of passion. Mm-hmm. Not the kind of passion it's I am. Obviously, an animal couldn't have done it. Well, I, sorry, I forgot to ask that. Is that, I mean, I'm not aware of oh, any. Apart from the Spaniels. Are, are there any signs of hairs or any evidence that any animal or any human. Do you have a monkey? <laughs> any physical evidence of any person? Any cloth, any fibres, any hair? Anything um, like that. On the examination, um, no, really doesn't seem to be. Uh, no, no footprints in the blood either. Okay. Well, I think we need to interview the, uh, the suspect. Well, I will continue interviewing them. So. Right. Uh, you, you, you can certainly use use the dining room um, at least until lunch. I think I'd... And yeah, while I'm... you're doing that, perhaps I should take the opportunity to look through the gentleman's luggage. Uh, to see mm. if I can find any papers, perhaps something that might link him to someone who may wish him dead. Um, I think that's an excellent idea. Um, could we ask to see each of the um, people on, on an individual basis? Very well. Vi- uh, Violet, if you would uh, like to accompany me. Of course. Whom do you want first? Uh, I'll sort of head back well, to the room then. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I'm kind of assuming, John, that um, that, that, that uh, Riley will be sort of um, interacting with the um, staff in the way that 
we're in, interacting with those above stairs, if you would. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, shall we start with um, Sir John? Or Sir Michael, rather, not Sir John. Sir John, <laughs> John Partridge is dead. I thought Charles that was Partridge Charles. is dead. Charles, Charles, why we, am I we, talking we, John? We do not speak of John Partridge. <laughs> is there anyone here called John? No, sir. No, no, no. There well, is why not? John. <laughs> <laughs> no, John Partridge. No, John, John Partridge used to... Um, you can John Partridge. You can, yeah. Okay, could, could, I, could I have a search from Riley? Uh, we rolled a seven, and search oh, is sixteen. Not quite a critical, but it's a pretty thorough search. Uh, okay, you, you've got uh, l- luggage, uh, presumably for Mister Partridge. Um, some some luggage for his wife, though some of it has obviously been removed. She's presumably been uh, put in another room, mm-hmm. uh, which I may check out later. It seems like um, the usual sort of th- sort of things gentlemen would have for a weekend away. Uh, the only slightly remarkable thing, uh, and it's it's quite well hidden, uh, is is a locket. It does not have a picture on it, but it does in it, but it does have uh, a lock of dark hair. Ooh. There, there is no inscription. Uh, what- what colours? What colour hair is uh, does Mrs. Partridge have? Blonde. Hello. Uh, Lady Alice and Miss Linton Norman are both uh, dark-haired. Are they indeed? I may just pocket that. Okay. Uh, speaking to to uh, Sir Michael. What? Okay. Uh, um. Um, so Michael, um, obviously you, uh, you fought in the fought in the war. Um, how do you know um, um, Charles? Uh, met, met him in the uh, last year of the war. He was uh, nearly qualified then, of course. At, uh, same, same, same. Uh, Decent sort of chap. Newly qualified as what? Sorry, uh, Sir Alice. Uh, uh, as a uh, doctor. Sir Michael, sorry. Oh, you're a medical man. Uh, I'm a thoracic surgeon, I gather. Not really my line of business, but uh, seem to know stuff. Have I have I heard of this man? Um, By any chance. Give me an IQ roll. An IQ roll? Uh, uh, twelve under fourteen. Um, you've vaguely heard the name. Nothing particularly positive or negative, but yeah, you, you, it does sound slightly familiar, at least. Okay. Interesting. Oh. And um, is there any particular reason why um, um, he he was uh, here this weekend? Well, as I say, I've kept kept up with the chap since the war. And, uh... are, are you a doctor, Sir Michael? No, 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 no. So, if I play an old military man, that's me. So he was a a, a, ward, a, a doctor in the war. Well, yes, I mean everybody was really, and I suppose I suppose there must have been some some who uh, chose not to serve for whatever reasons. But uh... I wasn't allowed to serve, Sir Michael. But enough of that. Well, I um, need to type again, Nicholas. <laughs> and when did he meet Mrs. Partridge? Ah, let's see. Um, uh, six or seven years ago. About, about, yeah, about a year after the war ended, I seem, seem to remember. Um, yeah, it's been a bit of a whirlwind thing, but uh, they seemed happy together. No problems that you were aware of? Certainly not. None of my, none of my business. Uh, you understand we're investigating a murder? Well, yes, yes, of course, but uh, there's, no, there's no reason for bad manners, ma'am. I see. 
What you told. <laughs> Do you know if Sir Michael had any enemies? I don't see why he would. I, I, I suppose there might be some professional jealousy from other, other medical men, but uh, so, certainly no, nobody here had any reason to dislike the fellow. Or Jealous of his keen brain, perhaps. <laughs> um, tell us of your other guests. Um, what about um, Captain uh, Devere and... Um, ah, well, yes, uh, unfortunate uh, business, but he's uh, my, my wife's brother, so... Yeah. So, uh, and your relationship to him? He's my wife's brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what, when you say unfortunate business, um, what did you... gas? Yeah, you know. I see. In Sorry, the war, I'm, I'm... yes. No, I, no, I'm, I'm I didn't 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 know him in those days, but uh... yeah, I'm, I'm I'm dipping in and out like crazy, guys. So if I if I sound like I'm not paying attention, I it's uh... yeah, fair enough. It's, it's more. It's, it's more the connection. I'm afraid this time. Uh, it was a wonderful comic effect. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, um, I, I, in, in century, I, I gather was the was the uh, problem, and medicos did what they could, of course, but uh, limit to what we can do. And do you you don't know Captain Devere well then? I'm not sure anybody knows him well. Uh, I see. I uh, keep chap keeps to himself a bit. I obviously we invite him along here, trying to bring him out of himself a bit and so on. But uh, I'm, I, I don't I don't think he's uh, entirely comfortable. And Miss Miss Norman. Uh, Miss Linda Norman. Oh yes, um, ambulance driver. Back in the day. Right, in remarkable. The yes, yes, and. Uh, does, uh, does something or other political now? I don't really know the details. Don't really care. It's, uh, good, so why was she? How, uh, how do you know? Did your wife invite her? Uh, no, no. Again, uh, we, we worked together in the war. At, uh, I think, think she, she, she and Partridge knew each other back then. And, uh, so this gathering was something of a, a war reunion, was it? Well, for, for, for those of us who, who were there, and I, as I say, I didn't know Captain Devere at the time. Uh, and, uh, of course, Mrs. Partridge had nothing to do with it, nor indeed did Lady Alice. So what, why was... I'm just curious as to why Miss Norman was invited. Who who invited? Well, I, I, I did. I, uh, you worked with her in the war? Uh, the, the, yes, I was, uh, they, these these uh, all pe- people in my social circle. I don't get up to town as much as I might like, but I uh, do, do, do uh, maintain uh, my connections there. Miss Norman, not married. Linton Orman is the surname. Linton Orman, not Linton, Linton Norman. Linton Orman. No, no. Suspiciously peculiar name, Orman. Don't, don't know why, but... Uh... Never married, you say? Well, no, not, not all that many chaps about these days, of course. Um, you, you would guess early 30s. I see. No further questions. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Put them at their ease. <laughs> You're with us. Um, have there been any other suspicious events in the village recently? Tall? Anything you can think of? Escaped animals? Missing brains? That sort of thing? No, that's a pretty quiet place, really. No. I expect that sort of thing in London, not here. Very true. Anything else you can think of, um, Samuel? Oh, no, I'll... I'll... Sorry? Well... Oh, sorry. Oh, I've asked you. Right. Well, I think you've, you've, you've covered off most of the questions that I would have asked. Well, did you think anyone was acting unusually last night, Sir Michael? <clears throat> no, no, not at all, I'm... But I suppose a little, little unusual for Charles to be tired, but... Uh, yes, you know I why suppose, he was tired early? Uh, said so, so, so he'd had a uh, hard week in town and wanted to uh, get an early start tomorrow. 
Was everyone due to leave today? No, no, no. Le- le- leaving uh, tomorrow afternoon was the plan. The- this being Saturday. I see. And who won bridge? Ah, don't know. I don't believe the subject came up. I had, I had more important things to talk about. Okay. Thank you very much. And why did you go to bed early, Sir Michael? Ah, uh, and... Uh... Your party, after all. Yeah, so just been a little under the weather, is all. Uh, well, you look all right now. No, well, I've, I've hardly had a good night's sleep, but uh, one has to uh, bear up in, in such circumstances. I see. Would you like to be more specific than under the weather, Sir Michael? Well, I had a raging case of the clap since you asked. Uh, no. <laughs> 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 just, just, just uh, my minor things are getting, getting, getting on a bit. You know how it is. Uh, and did you? Uh, yes, prosthetic hyperplasia, no doubt. Um, did you hear anything untoward? Uh, not, not at all. Until I was woken by the scream. Okay. Here we go. Thank you very much. Ah, trying to get, trying to get. Ah, uh, should, should I ask my wife to come in? Cool. Guys, would you mind if we kind of finish there? I'm just thinking. A, it's coming up to half past anyway, and B, I'm re- my connection is really struggling for this. That's right? fair enough. Ah, yeah. Um, missing, missing the info, right? <laughs> yes, it's. Uh, yeah, no worries. A little, make it make, making a detective. Um, uh, thing a little bit awkward at start. I think we all know the butler did it. <laughs> oh, ah, but which butler? Which butler? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll find him a valet. So. <laughs> well, we've got a valet as well, if you actually... Uh, you know. Oh, there is actually, yes, there is another valet. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um... The valet did it, no, it's not right. Can't be right. It doesn't work, doesn't yeah. Okay, what, 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 once I've edited this, I'll, I'll put it up so Mark can catch up, but uh, yeah, that yeah. seems fair enough. Cool. It's good fun, like I say, just a little yeah. bit frustrating at my end. Yeah, sure. Okay. Nobody likes a frustrating end. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, thank you very much, Roger. Yep. Good old bird Look forward to carrying on with that. Uh, see you next yeah, week, then. Thank you, then. See nice week. Bye. Bye. Bye.